Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Good Monday morning. It is hot. Well, you know what? I'm not having as much trouble with this as some people. But uh, they're seeing record heat in this part of the country. We're in southern Minnesota. It's been warm, but I don't know why it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. But I'm 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 digging it. And well, it's it actually, all relative. Some people just cannot tolerate the heat. Right, right. Well, I, it's I'm the like com- kind of a lizard. It's the combination of the humidity, right? They talk about that heat index that feels like temperature. Uh, by the way, you, you've heard us talk about this over the past few weeks. It's that time of year. If you need your AC looked at, we know the guys to call Ryan's Plumbing and Heating, and uh, they do Ryan Electric as well. So uh, in St. Peter, Holly and the crew, give them a call. We have a link on our website. If you go to georgeandjess.com, when it comes to HVAC, which is your plumbing, heating, air conditioning, all that stuff, and uh, your electrical work, again, people you can trust. They've been doing it for over 100 years. And uh, I, again, worked with them for years in broadcasting. I can vouch for them. And we only deal with businesses that we actually use, know about, and trust. Give Holly and the crew up at Ryan's a call. Again, the link is on our website. There's a number there as well, uh, georgeandjess.com. On that note, we had our first, you really had your first uh, entertainment as far as uh, entertaining other people, alcohol-free uh, this past weekend, and uh, how did how did how did your anxiety treat you? Because I I thought it went pretty smooth. It went great, and it was a little weird getting set up or planning and and executing the prep, just because it was new. It was different. I'm I've I've never hosted people without alcohol, and that might sound weird to some people, but that was that was my reality before we eliminated alcohol from right. our life. We and most of the individuals that we were with would always have even a few before everybody arrived. Right. And so I was making appetizers and doing the charcuterie on Saturday afternoon before this other couple came over. And I was like, this feels almost foreign because normally I would be drinking wine to calm the anxiety that I'm feeling about entertaining. And I was just drinking water, just feeling all the feelings. Right. Did you have, while you were prepping and you were preparing your charcuterie board and getting all of your display ready were you feeling anxiety um it was pretty mild it was more just the weirdness of it being different right you know what i mean sure because it like we've talked about on past episodes you go through these firsts when you choose to change your lifestyle and eliminate alcohol especially when it's been big part of your life prior to that. Right. Um, you go through these first, like your first holidays, your first vacation, your first time around these people, or your first time entertaining at your own house without alcohol. And that was what we did Saturday night. And so I made my charcuterie board. I had this awesome mocktail display and I got out the fancy glasses and I was like, I'm at, and this has been a part that I've had to really remind myself like I don't have to change who I am like I like fancy glasses I like a big display I like to be a little over the top yes you do 
Yeah. And I can still be that. Yeah, I know. Even without alcohol. Like the alcohol didn't make me those things. That's who I am. And so I can still be those things even without, you know, four bottles of wine. So I had it all set up. It was pretty. They came over and it was a ton of fun. And there there was a time not that long ago when I couldn't have imagined doing that. Right. And so it felt like it was small, but it felt like a big step. Right. To do that. It was, and again, to have things in common, right? Mm -hmm. Because the the couple that we had over pretty much like us leads and now anyways, an alcohol-free lifestyle. So we ate and we talked and we laughed and the kids played and Clara and her little bestie did charades and puppet shows. And it was just really pleasant and nice. Yeah. To, uh, to clarify real quick, the, their daughter is one of Clara's besties from school. And they're going to grow up together. And they've and it was funny to watch them interact because they've spent the last year together in pre-K uh, at, at Loyola. And now I understand a lot of the mannerisms. There are two peas in a pod. I know. I'm there like, was a couple oh, times yeah, when their, I get it. their daughter came out and said, hey, mom. And I thought I thought for sure it was Clara talking. Right. Like they just, they're very similar. And it's kind of fun to watch your kids um, with their friends that they spend time with away from you. Yeah. You know, because you really get a peek at, like, the little person they're becoming. Right. And that's cool. Uh, So, again, uh, Mike, who is in the same position that I'm in, works from home and uh, is taking care of the the kids this summer from home. And it was good to sit and have a conversation with a guy who experiences the same frustrations at times of trying to get things done, but at the same time realizing the summer – the June, July, August thing is almost a full-time job yep. taking care of the kids. But you know what? It's you, you just sharing tips and tricks and understanding, you know, how, how to get things done and, and just finding time. For me, and I was ta- I, I asked, I talked to him about this. I was like, it's good to have an adult conversation because I haven't in about a month with somebody besides my wife. And I hadn't really right. thought about that from your perspective, that because you had mentioned, I think on on Friday's episode, you're like, I haven't been to a restaurant. No, right. and I was like, Oh yeah, but I didn't even think about that. But then when you were talking to him and you said I haven't had an adult conversation with anyone besides my wife, I'm like, Holy crap, you haven't. Right. And I hadn't really thought about that. So, but and and also I think that uh, you know we going back to our original point here, you having anxiety about entertaining. You've always had that anxiety, though. Right. Even Even when you would, like, have have a few glasses of wine. But I'll, and I'll say this. Standing back and observing you, I can tell you this. Nothing, as far as your presentation or the way you approached getting ready, changed. It was a fantastic display. Thank you. You, you had it all put together. It looked pretty. And uh, all the food and and the uh, charcuterie board again, which is your specialty. That is my specialty. Was awesome. And by the way, Emily knocked it out of the park. She brought some bruschetta. Oh, it was so and good. It was, I was I I was the first one to dig in, and you never want to be that guy, <laughs> right? Because she comes in with this pan, and it was sitting there, and I'm like, I cannot stop. I'm going to eat some of this now. And uh, while we were all outside on the patio and in the screen porch, I'm like, I snuck in and I was like, I'm going to get into it. It was delicious. It was good. It was delicious. Yeah. And that's one of the things when I made the decision to remove alcohol or get sober, whatever you want to call it. That was one of the things that I was really worried about was like, am I going to lose that part of me? Like the, the part of me that is social or likes to entertain or put on a big spread or all of those things 
that I thought I had to have alcohol to do. Right. And I was worried that I would lose that part of me. Yes. And I, I didn't. And I, I mean, I had to actually like push myself to do it right. to prove that I didn't, you know, and even though that felt kind of weird and different because I wasn't used to doing it without drinking wine. Well, to, to calm the anxiety, I just had to feel it. Isn't it cool though, to be hanging out without alcohol and realize that you can do everything in life yes, without it. And remember, and, not, like, and not get up the following morning <laughs> hungover. I was like, I, and you see this a lot, like in sober communities online where they're like, you're really going to start the longer you go without alcohol to really like get in touch with your inner child and like feel things like when you were a kid. Right. Especially if you drank for a long time, which I did. Um, and she and I were in the kitchen um, making a mocktail. And she was like, this is so much fun. And I was like, I honestly feel like a kid. I'm like, a new friend. Well, you start. Ah, it's, you, it just was cool. I think that uh, from, from a sensory level, even. Yeah. You start to experience things. And you start to uh, feel emotions and just, like, just, you it's just, all, it starts to come back. And they're just there. Because you, I, 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 I you're think, feeling them. I think a lot of people, I would like to believe anyways, remember a point in their life. And, and again, not everybody is a raging, like needs rehab alcoholic. There's a, there's a movement in America. And we talked about this. It's called, you know, sober curious. But there's a movement in the country where people Again, not everybody needs to go to rehab, but they're just removing it. They're trying a life without alcohol mm -hmm. in it. Even if it's just weekends or whatever, they're just like, I'm going to try living without it in the past. One of the questions I, I have for you is, for the past few years, you've done the sober October once or twice, I think. And then you, you, were, you were doing the dry January uh -huh. and then even beyond. Why is it different now? than it was, let's say, a year ago when you when you just went through dry January, which lasted into March, yep. or the year prior. What is different now in 2022 that you're six months in? What's, what's the difference between this and years past? So I did not go to treatment or rehab, but I did realize in December of 2020 prior to doing dry January, that alcohol really was kind of a focal point in my life. Right. Everything I did, it was a factor, whether it was hanging out with friends, going to fundraisers, um, doing kids stuff and making sure there was going to be alcohol there. And if not bringing it, like it was really taking a place in my life that I didn't like. And I recognized that in 2020, in December and said, I'm, I'm going to take a break, I think is what I said. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that I was drinking more and more and having more and more hangovers. And I just was like, I'm going to take a break. So I did dry January, February, most of March. And then I thought, well, obviously I can control it. I took almost three months off from drinking. Like I, I got this. So I thought I could have an occasional glass of wine, whatever. And by June, I was right back where I started. It was a focal point in everything I did. I was drinking too much. I was hungover. You want to know why? Saying stupid yeah. stuff. It's... I was anxious the next day that I did something dumb. And then 
that went on until December. And it was last year in, in 2021 on Christmas. And I was like, I don't want my life to look like this anymore. Like, right. I'm done. When you get together with, with either its friends or family and alcohol is the focal point of the whole get together, that can that that starts to wear on. And some, it's on really some common in it, our yeah, society for a lot of groups of friends, a lot of families. It's really common, and I just didn't like what my life was looking like. I didn't like how I was acting. I didn't like how I was treating the people that I loved. And at first, uh, like my outward thing that I was telling people, um, like on Instagram, was like, "Try January. Look at my mocktails." I feel so good. I'm going to keep it up. But in my in my heart and in my mind, I knew like I have to be done like this is not serving me and this is not a thing that I want to keep battling. So I'm done. So you went through this past Saturday night. And you you realized I think I think you took a, a gigantic step understanding that you don't have to have alcohol to have a get together with other people. Yeah. And I, you don't, I'm, you don't need I'm, it. It's finally like I'm learning as I do things without alcohol that like alcohol didn't make me fun or likable. Like, I mean, that's what I thought. Like I'm, I have to have alcohol to, have, to be fun. I have to have alcohol to have friends and be likable. And I don't. <laughs> it was funny. It There was a having a conversation and setting down with another couple that pretty much leads an alcohol-free lifestyle all together last night, you do realize, and it was fun to share stories of being together with people that are all drinking and you're the one who isn't. You realize, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, did I did I act or look like this? Yes, but, I yeah, know I right, did. Yeah, because I did so much dumb stuff. There's a lot of things that aren't necessarily funny unless you're just intoxicated yeah, right yeah so, and that, you know and when you're the sober one and you're like hey you guys this isn't really that funny it's just a, <laughs> right. it's a different perspective is, on life right. and at one point someone said if i was still drinking i would have had 18 beers by now and i was right. like same right or me a, yeah. too or a half bottle of scotch or yeah. two bottles of wine whatever your whatever your uh beverage of choice was now again i know that there's a lot of people who drink responsibly and enjoy it and I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't either. There's and and I don't have a problem being around it. No. And it's just that I finally got honest with myself and I can't control it. Here's here's what I'll say when you go back to that point of I don't have a problem being around it is what I, I'll tell you this. If I know that the event is going to center around alcohol and everybody there is going to be intoxicated, I just I, I'm not going to go. And I just I, if that's the point of it. And that's the big, the big get. Draw. To the, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Not me. And that's not fine. Me. And that's fine to say. I mean, that's, that's boundaries and that's, you know, yeah. you're. Well, it's just, it's not fun. Right. It's not fun. You just find different no. things to fill your time that you enjoy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. So anyways, I think your first get together went off. It was like, fun. It was without a hitch. It, it was, was fun. Awesome. And when they, they left and we put Claire to bed and we cleaned up and I, there was a moment Saturday night I was sitting on the couch and I was just like smiling weirdly. And I was just like, I am so grateful. Like I just, I, my heart was just really full. And I was right. like, oh my God, like that was a lot bigger no, <laughs> right. than I thought it would be. Right, right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was, well, I think it was, uh, we talk about firsts all the time. And if you follow any other individuals, which I encourage you to do. If you want to try 
an alcohol-free lifestyle, again, like us, and you're not somebody who needs to go to rehab or anything like that, if you just want to set it down and be like, I'm going to try life without it, if you start to dig around in social media, which is a big part of people's lives now, and it will always be and it will continue to be, and even more so as we get into that universe, uh, you will surround yourself with people who are doing the same things. And it's encouraging and cool to watch those first steps. Over one year, I will tell everybody this, over the course, because we're six months now, but every holiday, you know, including birthdays, whatever, all of it is going to be a new first for you. Traveling, when we, when we went to Vegas and we were like, we're going to do this alcohol-free, I was like, I, I didn't know what to expect, honestly. But I'll tell you what, we had probably the best trip we've ever had there, and we've been a lot. Yeah, it was amazing. And we actually remember it. <laughs> yeah, right. And, you know, I, I brought up the music thing because... Uh, we were we went to see the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary tour. We also saw Rod Stewart at Caesars Palace, by the way. It was my birthday trip. So if you're wondering about the music selection, because we've <laughs> we've done the Gwen Stefani shows we there, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, we've seen them all, right? But I was like, I want a couple of uh, classic rock icons, mm-hmm. right? So I'm a big Tom Johnston and Michael McDonald fan. We saw the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary tour. Rod Stewart was fantastic at Caesars Palace. And for the first time, you know, after uh, you know three decades in radio, I was at a show not drinking at all because usually going to shows revolves around a lot of alcohol. Uh, it, yeah. it had in the past, anyways, for, for, for us specifically, uh, hanging out with the crowds that we did. But you know what? Uh, it was like listening. I, I, I compared it to compared it to this. I remember in high school before I even was into drinking or anything like that. Uh, I I really enjoyed music, a lot of it. I my, God, I'm gonna date myself here, but cassette <laughs> tape collection was fantastic. I remember the euphoric feeling I would get when I would listen to really good music, and I started to feel that again because I didn't have a drop of alcohol at either of those shows. It was fantastic. It's a wild experience. It is just the whole thing, and it I is. know we talk about it a lot, and. It's it's our life right now, so I guess that's why. And we get a lot of messages from people who are curious about it and maybe interested in adopting this kind of a lifestyle. And one of the big questions that I get is like, I feel like I, I don't know what my life will look like if I don't have alcohol in it. Right. And I had the same feelings. And there are times when you feel like a stranger in your own life because it does change a lot of things. Right. But it's... It's been absolutely worth it, and it's bright and colorful and new and sh- shiny. Not all the time, of course, right? But, um, like there is there is a life on the other side. But still, even with the the same trials that you run into in everyday life, the further you get into it, the more you realize that this is where it's at. Yeah, right. It's just it's come. Yeah, it's it, it is much different. The first become you start to look forward to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you really do. And it's, it's pretty good. Again, everybody finds their, you know, their, their kind of drug of choice to replace things that, that, that we're missing for me. It's, I, I love working out. I love having a personal trainer. Uh, I love doing that stuff. And that, that got brought up Saturday night, you know, and uh, I, I would encourage a lot of people. I have a good friend of ours who inquired last Friday. He was like, how's it, how's that going? I'm like, dude, it's life changing. 
It really is. And the, again, don't expect any of this to happen overnight. Nothing does, right? No. And Nothing you, happens. Well, anything good anyways, it takes time. And you have to, you have to want to do it. Like you have to decide in your mind that this is what you want your, right. your life to look like. And then it all just kind of starts falling into place. Yeah, it does. So anyways, your, your first, uh, what would you call it? I, I, I don't know. We entertained. We entertained. Which has always given me anxiety. And we entertained sober. And that was a big step. It was <laughs> it was for you. Because to me, and I mentioned this earlier, you did everything exactly like you always have. The only difference was you weren't drinking wine while you were doing it. To yeah. me, observing from a distance, nothing looked different. You went over the top with the... <laughs> With the charcuterie <laughs> boards, you brought the drink bucket out, the ice bucket, and the glasses for mocktails, and uh, I don't even think a bunch of that got touched. Um, you didn't even put ice in the ice I bucket. I didn't. I Well, I, I got distracted, and right. then I just got ice out of the refrigerator, right, sure. but it looked pretty on the, right. on the table. Right. It did look good. It did look good. It was all part of that fantastic, uh, fantastic presentation anyways, but it was fun. It was good to get together, and uh, here we are now, two weeks from today- Again, don't don't shoot the messenger. Two weeks from today is Fourth of July, the actual day. You are less than two weeks from the start of that weekend, which will be a week from this Friday. Time is flying. Yeah, and like brace yourself because Target's putting out school supplies. I saw that. I back saw it on Saturday, stuff, the and back I was like, to, Target, packs. you have no chill. Because stop it. Isn't the norm like right after the fourth of July, it's the full blown back to school sales? Yes. Right? It's incredible. No chill. So, anyways, uh, we had a great weekend. It was good to kind of uh, uh get together, share some conversation with like minded people mm-hmm. and just relax. It was very good. Right. It was good to get away. So uh, fantastic Father's Day weekend. I hope you had a great weekend as well. And again, with the heat, we talked earlier about getting your uh, air conditioning checked. Remember, Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan Electric, their number is on our website. Guys, you can trust. And they, they do the job right the first time. Uh, GeorgeandJess.com, you'll find a link there. And one of the things, speaking of our alcohol-free lifestyle, that we've always appreciated, but even more so now, because I encourage everybody to do this, drinking clean water and not having to worry about recycling water bottles, which drives me nuts. And not only that, but that bottled water isn't as clean as what you'll get with a Kinetico system from garlic's water and conditioning. Yeah, it comes right out of the uh, filtered tap and not everyone's water situation is the same. They're going to test your water and figure out what system is best for you. And so you're going to basically get a custom fit water filtration system to suit your water needs, easy installation, low, uh, high efficiency. I was going to say low energy, right. high efficiency is a better way right. to say that. Um, and, and really clean, clear drinking water. It's a game changer and it's super efficient as well. So garlics again, these are people that we know have worked with and have worked on our home. These are people we trust that have been doing it for a long time. Family owned businesses, uh, Chris and his family, Garlic's Water Conditioning. We have a link on our website. Uh, you can give them a call today. Again, georgeandjess.com. That is one, especially if you're getting into a new home and you don't have that yet. That is one investment mm-hmm. that you will appreciate totally every single day. All right. Have yourself a fantastic Monday. Stay cool, and we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.